Don't touch that dial. You're listening to Board Games Daily, your daily dose of tabletop gaming discussion on Anchor. Now welcome your hosts, Jeremiah Isley, Scott Firestone, and AJ Skifstad. Hey everyone, welcome back to Board Games Daily. I'm Jeremiah Isley. Thanks for tuning in today. Want to just get you started with a few things, a few reminders. Don't forget, you can call in and be a part of the show by calling 216-352-3864. It's in the show notes. You can tap on it on your phone. Call right in. Be a part of what's going on here. Get in on the conversation. And what a conversation we have starting today. It's time for another game night cage fight. So yeah, AJ's going to get that kicked off. And Firestone's got a segment about that as well. And we're going to hear some first impressions of Pantone, the game. I believe that's the game about paint chips. So there's that. And of course, you can always reach us on social media at Board Games Daily on Twitter or Theology of Games on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And that's all I'm going to say right now. Also, I, I lied. <laughs> We want to remind you about our Patreon page. Go to theologyofgames.com slash Patreon. You can be a contributor, be a part of the show by actually contributing a little bit of financial wealth towards us. And we will uh, send you some cool stuff for doing that, as well as our spread shop, our spread shirt shop, or I forget how you exactly say it, but if you look in the show notes, there will be a link for that as well. You can buy some cool, cool gear sporting all of the Theology theology of Games brands. Okay, this intro is taking way too long. Let's get into this show. Thanks for tuning in. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for this week's Game Night Cage Fight! Two games enter and one game leaves. Who wins? You decide. Vote on this week's cage fight by going to Twitter at Board Games Daily or call in 216 352 3864. Hey folks, it's Firestone here with Board Games Daily, powered by TheologyofGames.com. AJ set up our cage fight of the week, and it's uh, an oldie and a newie, sort of. Dungeon Roll and Dungeon Raiders. Now, I kickstarted Dungeon Roll back, I don't know how long it's been now, five years maybe? And put out by Tasty Minstrel Games, I was excited about it. Looked cool, special powers and fun dice, and a cool box that looks like a treasure chest slash mimic. And I was excited about it. Got home and uh, it was kind of not great. It was multiplayer solitaire, which is okay sometimes. I mean, one of my favorite games, many people could call multiplayer solitaire, which is uh, Princess of Florence. I don't think it is, but it's accused of that a lot. But I don't necessarily dislike it because of that. Um, but what I don't like is there's a lot of downtime as you're waiting for somebody else to like roll and move and get through there and die and upgrade everything. You're just kind of sitting there waiting for it to happen and there's not much to do and it's kind of boring. 
Um, the dice mean that there's a lot of luck, and so you could roll your way to amazing things, and I could roll and then just get murdered. And so, and even the characters, I, th- I was super excited about the characters, and I looked at them and went, oh, these aren't really balanced. They're just kind of there, and, you know, they're cool ones, but beyond the cool, they're not balanced, and I need cool and balanced in my games. Now, you could say this is a filler, and so it doesn't really count, but eh. This is just one that that really disappointed me, and it was one of those things that started my trek of, I'm not really going to support that much stuff on Kickstarter, because I feel like most of it's just kind of average, and um, for the most part, that has still been true, although in recent years, it's gotten better. So, needless to say, Dungeon Raiders is my choice in this. I have only played it a couple times, and in fact, the only time I've played it is with Jeremiah. I went to visit him. And he was, he's been singing the praises of this song. I guarantee he's going to give this as the answer. But uh, he's been singing this pra- its praises. And I kind of looked at the, la- the first edition of it and was like, yeah, it looks kind of just okay. The artwork's kind of goofy and whatever. And it's, it was from a publisher that, you know, they've certainly done some, some, some stuff in the industry, but I hadn't really heard of, of them at the time. And so I, but I ended up playing with them and went, oh, that's a really fun game. And, uh, you know, since I've researched it, and the designer, I think it's Phil Walker Harding is his name. He's done like Imhotep, Sushi Go, Baron Park. He's done some super solid games. And this was really fun. I enjoyed myself. And that was with the last edition. And from what I've seen of the new edition, it's even better with some rules tweaks and better artwork. So the new version of Dungeon Raiders crushes Dungeon Roll, in my opinion. That cage fight is not even close. It's Mike Tyson punching somebody out in the first five seconds of a fight. Anyway, what do you think? Have you played either of these games? What do you think is better? What's your favorite? Maybe you have, maybe you like Dungeon Roll better because it's so short and snappy and you love chucking dice. Tell us. We'd love to hear. Have a great day. Bye. All right, everybody. Welcome back to Board Games Daily, powered by Theology of Games. This is AJ Skifstad bringing you our Monday cage fight. We have moved our cage fight to Monday so that we can generate more traffic throughout the week and hopefully get some more responses, give you more time to respond, give us more time to talk about the topic. So our cage fight is where we pit two games against one another, uh, games that are most of the time very similar in theme and maybe even play style. Um, but we want to talk about which ones we like better and which ones win the cage fight for us. So today we're going to pit against one another the game Dungeon Roll by, I believe, TMG and Dungeon Raiders. Now, Dungeon Raiders, I can't remember who released this. They also did the um, the oh, the Sherlock and Holmes game, Minecraft. Um, I can't remember. Anyways. It's a good game, Dungeon Raiders, and Dungeon Roll is also a very good game. But which one is better? Well, the determining factor for you might be right off the bat that one is a card game and one is a dice game. Dungeon Roll, obviously, is a dice game, so if you like chucking dice, that might be for you. If you like playing cards, Dungeon Raiders might be the one for you. In any case, in both games, you're going to be going through levels of a dungeon. One is based upon dice that are rolled and the dungeons get harder and harder. And one is always going to be the same where the rooms are all shuffled together and set up. But you're going to go through six different rooms and different things are going to come out. The players simultaneously go through the dungeon in Dungeon Raiders. Players individually go through the dungeon in Dungeon Roll. The one thing I like about Dungeon Raiders better is that 
uh, you do get to play continually throughout the game. There is no downtime for each player. However, in Dungeon Roll, there is some downtime because each player goes through dungeons individually. Um, I, however, like chucking dice way more than I like playing cards sometimes, depending. Uh, But in this case, for these two games, I definitely like chucking the dice more um, and seeing what's going to come up and seeing if I can make my way through the dungeon and grab some treasure. The thing about Dungeon Raiders is, is everybody has a card, cards numbered one through five in their hand, and you have five rooms in each dungeon. You play a card one through five, depending on how valuable that dungeon room is to you, how bad you want to slay that monster in that dungeon room, and whoever has the highest card wins the treasure. If it's a, if it's a tie, it's a split on the treasure, and then... Uh, when it comes to slaying monsters, whoever uh, plays the lowest card, if you do not slay the monster, takes the damage. However, if you slay the monster, it's, it's the risk you take. If everybody slays the monster together and you played your lowest card, that means you have a higher card for later and you didn't have to invest much. But sometimes you got to invest a lot to kill these monsters or else you're going to take the damage. So that's Dungeon Raiders. Dungeon Roll, I think... Mm, I don't know... I really like Chuck and Dice. I really like, um, I just like how simple, uh, they're both simple. Oh, I think I'm going to have to go with Dungeon Raiders because Dungeon Raiders, there is the no downtime. All players are playing together and you are playing against one another and you feel like you're playing against one another in the moment. Dungeon Roll you're not really playing against each other in the moment. You're just playing for the end game to see who has the most uh, treasure. So I'm going to have to get... It's, it's close, but I'm going to have to give this to Dungeon Raiders. That's my take on the game night cage fight. What's your take? We want to hear from you. That's it for now. Check you later. This one is fresh off the game table. It's time for more Board Game Buzz as Board Games Daily gives you a first impression of the latest games to hit our tables. Hey everyone, Firestone here with Board Games Daily powered by TheologyofGames.com. We are back with you, back in the saddle after some time off for the holidays and bringing you new content in the new year. So thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening. And we hope that we bring you a little bit of fun every day. Today, I wanted to talk about this cool game that I played over the break. It's called Pantone the Game. If you know anything about Pantone, it's kind of the gold standard for color shades that artists use for magazines and books and all kinds of different uh, art pieces. And they set the tone. So this color of red is Pantone color two, three, four, one, six, or something like that. And they kind of control that. So this game, um, well, it's not, here's the thing. The game part of it isn't great. Uh, I don't know if you've, if you've ever played concept concept is a game where you're given a title of like a movie or a book or something, and you're trying to get people to guess what it is by placing these pieces on these very abstracted, uh, pieces on the board and so it might be oh here's something that represents a movie so you can tell them it's a movie and here's something that represents water it has water in it and you can give different weight to different words and concepts and I don't like it as a game at all it it just falls apart and it feels like something that's like oh here's this cool idea and how do we make it a game and I guess we can kind of do that and it doesn't work real well but as an intellectual exercise I love it concept is so interesting and fun for me 
And Pantone is very much the same thing. The game parts of it kind of fall apart. It's not fun as a game, in my opinion. But as an intellectual exercise, oh, I had so much fun with this game. So the idea is Pantone, the game comes with 15 different colors kind of across the spectrum. And there are four copies of each color in this little tray. And what happens is at the beginning of the game, um, everyone is given four cards with a character name on them. It might be Mario. It might be Indiana Jones. It might be uh, Abraham Lincoln. It might be, you know, all these different people. And they, so you'll look at these cards and you'll put one of them aside that you're not going to use at all. And then you have these three cards left and you have to decide which round you're going to use which card. And that's important because the way the game works is there are th- it's played over three rounds. And in the first round, you are going to take this card with the character and you can use any of the swatch, swatch color swatch cards that are there. You can use as many different numbers of them, any colors, anything you want to create your picture to get them to guess this character. In the second round, you can only use one of each swatch card. You can use as many of the 15 as you want, but you can only use one of each. I actually found this to be the most difficult round. And then in the third round, you can only use three colors total. They can be, they can be the same color. You could use two of one and one of another, but three cards total to do your picture. So the way it works is you create your picture and then in clockwise order for the rest of the players, each of them gets a chance to look at at your image and then guess who the character is. If they don't guess, then the next person guesses and then the next person guesses. If it gets back around to the person who created it, they give each, each character card has a clue on it, three different clues. So they give the first clue. And so if it was Mario, it might be video game. So then Everyone goes around with this new information and tries to guess. And basically, if the earlier people guess, the more points both people get. So there is incentive for them to, you know, they're not going to throw the game necessarily. So they want to guess correctly and you want them to guess correctly as early as possible. And so it, it, it becomes the, worth fewer points as the, as the rounds go along and as you've given them more clues. So it's really, really fun. But as you can see, it kind of... The game part of it is kind of goofy because just by virtue of me sitting to the left of someone with, you know, we could all know exactly what it is that they did, but because I sat to the left of them, did I get the points? It's stuff like that that's kind of cheesy and makes the game part of it just fall apart for me. But it was so fun. One guy did Indiana Jones and another guy did Jack Sparrow. And there, you know, I don't want to give too many of the names away, but it's just so fun. And these kind of chances to be clever and artistic such as it is i'm not i'm not super artistic but this you know i loved this exercise so pantone the game is really interesting if you get a chance definitely play it. it's non-gamer friendly totally although some of the of the names were a little specific um to kind of the geeky world and so uh i have I'm aware of Rick and Morty. I've seen a couple episodes, but like one of them was, uh, was Rick, I th- Rick or Morty. I don't even know which one is which. Be- and that's the problem <laughs> is that I was like, oh, uh, I don't, I don't know what that is. And other people kind of finally figured it out. But, you know, my mom is never going to know who that is and isn't going to know who Mario is. And so 
it's I would say it's specific to a geeky non-gamer crowd as opposed to, you know, not necessarily something you're going to play with your grandparents or something like that. So it's a little niche in that sense. But other than that, man, this was fun and interesting. I had a blast with it. So Pantone the game. Check it out. Have a great day. Bye. Hey, that's going to do it for today's show. Thanks so much for tuning in. Don't forget, if you're listening, where well, if you're listening, wherever it may be, go ahead and give us a rating on whatever platform that is, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify. We'd love it if you give us those five stars. Tap out a little review. Let other people know that you are enjoying this show. That is so, so helpful to us. And of course, don't forget social media, all the ways you can get a hold of us through social media. And of course, the hotline, 216-352-3864. We'd love to hear from you. Who wins the cage fight for you this week? Let us know. Of course, always, you can find that poll on our socials as well. So vote there. Call in and vote. We'd love that. We'll uh, We'll be back with more very, very soon with another episode coming up shortly so stay tuned and before i get out of here i have to say thank you for listening and for our co-hosts aj skiffstad and scott firestone i'm jeremiah isley saying go play a game thanks for joining us today Board Games Daily is powered by TheologyofGames.com. Don't forget to head over to TheologyofGames.com to check out all we have to offer, including written reviews, our YouTube channel, and two other podcasts. If you enjoyed this show, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you're listening. Thanks for listening, and go put a game on the table.